Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I want to remind you, listen this Wednesday for your chance to win tickets on a Win Ticket Wednesday to Black Crows. The Black Crows, Chris and Rich Robinson, reunite for a 30-year anniversary celebration of their landmark quintuple platinum album, Shake Your Money Maker, for a 2020 world tour. See them play uh, the album in its entirety, plus all the hits when it come, they come to USANA Amphitheater on Tuesday, September the 1st. Tickets on sale now. Purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com. Also want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Parking. Fantastic rates, free car washes, 24-7 shuttle services, detail oil changes, and glass repair while you're away. Diamond Airport with the best rewards program in Utah. Only airport valet service in Utah. Park right and save just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Diamond dare, Airport Parking. Dare I ask you what, what a moneymaker is? I don't know, uh, Gordon. What what would what would you guess that that I, is? I, I'm not sure. What you're just going to leave us hanging like that? I don't know. You know, I was just going to make a nice, easy transition into Kristen Kenny after right. reading our diamond. Let's and do that. You just once again, put I don't the brakes we, on the whole show. I don't think we have an answer, and I don't think if we did have an answer, we'd want to really discuss it. So why bring why bring it up? Because <laughs> you said it. It's in you the said, read. You said shake a money maker. It's the title of the album. All right. What do you mean, all right? You don't don't need to go back to it. We had moved on. Okay, okay. Kristen Kinney joining us now in studio from AT&T Sportsnet, brought to you by Divi, the modern financial platform for business. See how you can spend smarter at GetDivi.com. I'm sorry, Kristen. We can't have a normal interview with you. (laughs) I I really apologize. I don't even know if I can comment on the moneymaker thing. Don't. (laughs) Don't. One thing I've never learned is when in doubt, go without. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, you can just move on. Yeah. Move, moving I'm on. I'm just telling right now, a lot of our listeners out there listening to that wondering what that was. Mm. Exactly. Hey, it's the title them, of the album. Let them envision what it is there in you their go. mind. Okay. There just you go. let them be creative. Making it rain. <laughs> yes. You guys are money makers. <laughs> uh, let's talk basketball with yeah. Kristen, shall we? Uh, that Memphis loss was tough for a variety of reasons, including the fact that Donovan Mitchell obviously got fouled on that final shot. Do you agree with Gordon and I that I, I, enough of this, you know, you can't make that call at that time, BS. If it's a foul, blow the whistle. It's not that hard. That was so unfortunate, and that's the third time that's happened that he pointed out and you can yep. tell he was really fired up about it and i love rudy's comments too well maybe we should have just gotten free chick-fil-a or a free win after all these fouls <laughs> <laughs> or non-fouls or fouls against us but um yeah it's frustrating to see that because that's the game's on the line and you know you can look at it in multiple situations and scenarios saying hey well we shouldn't be in those positions every game where we let teams back in and whatnot. But when the game's on the line and you're playing like down the stretch, like down later in the season, those kind of calls are make or break it, you know? And the other thing, one thing Jake brought up uh, is that uh, if it had been James Harden, the whistle gets blown, right? Oh, yeah. But but Donovan is the Jazz's James Harden. He is is their go-to guy at the end. And so if it's happening and it's happening to him a lot, it's going to go on happening because these are his opportunity. Maybe maybe the squeaky wheel gets the grease and maybe uh, referees will pay a little closer attention to him. Yeah, hopefully. I think he said his remarks. He made a statement. Rudy supported him. You know, the team supports them. So we can only hope, 
hope so because like I said down later on in the season when everything really does it's crunch time and every play every possession even matters more so you hope that you know you're not you're not it's not a missed opportunity what happens is teams start to just shoot long perimeter shots because they don't want to get into the mix because they don't want to get fouled have you you guys is it just uh, me or does it feel like everything's really whistle happy right now there's a lot of just it's constant. I feel like we're there's more fouls than ever. Well, James free, Harden is at the free throw line more than ever. Yeah, right James Harden's on his way to just smashing the free throw attempt record, and I think we've seen the numbers up league wide. Yeah, the, the traveling has traveling's been, been huge yeah. this year. That's been how many we have at least like two a game, right? That's it's so different than last year. It seems a little bit. Maybe it's just setting the tone early on. I say I don't like that either because <laughs> I'd rather be consistent from start to finish. Right. True, I, I I'm with you on that. But. We don't make a habit of complaining about the referees up here. Jake and I do that consciously because it doesn't it doesn't lead you anywhere. Mm-hmm. But when it when there's a trend here, then then I think it needs to be addressed a little bit. Remember when when Rudy uh, got called for the uh, the foul on the jump ball after he'd complained about the referees. You know, so, sometimes I think it's worth it to complain a little bit. Yeah, and there was a, a lot of I can't remember if it was last year, or the year before, but I know Dennis Lindsay addressed that as well in the league of the calls um, against the Jazz and 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 the missed calls in favor of the Jazz. So, and there has been some kind of discrepancy. I don't know what that looks like now. Those numbers look like, but you know, it's something that's been discussed and. Hopefully, three times for the same kind of foul that's not called on Donovan. You hope that to see that turn around or be maybe more awareness to that. So that's all we can hope for. So Donovan talked about this at uh, shoot around today, Kristen. And tonight's kind of a, a special night for a, a reason that developed online. But Donovan talked a lot about bullying, and he and Rudy Gobert have kind of orchestrated the orchestrated the situation to to help out. Uh, a member of our community that's been bullying. Tell us a little bit about this story. Yeah, I think it's pretty interesting. This is kind of what I'm going to lead with um, today for our pregame, because I guess after a Pleasant Grove teen, Luke was the target of vandalism. So uh, this is when, on Twitter, I think the father, the community, tried to rally together to support this, this young kid to help him feel appreciated and feel a part of the community here. And Rudy and Donovan saw that and actually took action and said, yes, we're happy to to be a part of that. We will help him feel like he's a part of the community because he should be and he is. And so they invited him to the game tonight. So um, he will be at the game tonight, which is great. So zero stance for bullying. I can't even believe in today's age that we're still dealing with bullying. It's crazy to me that that's even happening. Um, But it's even more amazing that Donovan and Rudy are actually proactive in it. And I think that's just another testament to our team. We saw Joe Ingles respond about um, the kid with autism on, on social media the other day and taking an, just taking that extra step to show that they care about the community. I think that's the thing with Rudy and Donovan. They, R- Donovan really, really wants to ta- tackle this and make an impact and be the voice for this kind of change. Um, so it's... It's just unfortunate that that's still happening, the vandalism, the racism that you're you're hearing about, you're seeing. And I think it's great that our public figures are taking a stance and doing something about it. You said something earlier, Kristen, about the Jazz uh, sometimes not playing all that well. Uh, they're eight and four, but they're still not playing the way that we suspect that they will be capable of playing. 
Do they talk about this a lot? Have you heard chatter from the players? Do they know that they can be better than they've been, even though they are eight and four? Absolutely. Uh, they, after the last game, you know, it's been a theme in the locker room of letting teams back back in, and Rudy's been more vocal about that and how we have to do a better job. We we just maybe become complacent. We're not focused. We lose focus when we have these big leads. We also have to look, too, at the caliber of teams that we have played that we let back in. So, um, what, Giannis and the Bucks? we had a 22-point lead, I think, at one point, and then they came back. But that's what's going to happen when your 22-point lead is nothing when you're playing the MVP, right? So there's sometimes where those games come down to the wire, and that's understandable. Same with the Sixers. Um, but when you look at a, a team like Memphis or other teams that you want to close out, Sacramento, those type of games, we got to close them out. And the guys definitely have communicated that and expressed that. And it, it's probably just, a, like Rudy said, a lack of focus. And Donovan talked about it, too. It's maybe just a lack of focus. We, we are not tightened up. We're not focused all the, the entire four quarters. Still waiting for consistency from Mike Conley. But also, we were talking about this earlier off the air, Jake and I were, that uh, – that uh, Bogdanovich, at t- I mean, hit the big game winner, but since then he's kind of struggled. So, so I think fans are looking back and, and sort of going, okay, uh, when is this all going to come together? Because they think when it does come together, it's going to be something special to see. I still think it's we're still so early in the season. I know we keep saying that, and it can sound like excuses, but you guys know it takes a while to establish that consistency uh, and. You look at a guy like Royce O'Neal, third year, and that's like the definition of consistency. You know when that guy's on the floor what you're going to get, right? <laughs> so when you have these these new guys in, mixing with uh, all of our old guys, it's it's going to take some time to gel, and we haven't had the practice time the last two days that we've been home without a game, as I think the first two days stretch and, uh, since the beginning of the season or since preseason. So, so are the games practices? Kind of, they the are. The games are practices for sure, yeah. But I, I think... This is even today at shoot around going through like Mike Conley was talking about how he has to go through all these scenarios and repetition with it, repetition every day, just repeat, repeat it because it's so foreign to him. It's so different. So you really feel how new this is for him. And he's genuine about that. He's a genuine guy. He's told me from day one, I'm used to seeing one or two options where I used to play. I have four or five, six options now. So just practicing that repetition every day. And I think that's the biggest thing is you, you have a guy like Mike Conley who's been used to a system for so long, for 12 years. And it starts right, you know, you're a point guard. You, it starts there, right? Um, obviously, Rudy and Donovan, but I think that that's just going to take a little bit more time. And Bogey, it's, well, I, I think he's, yeah, there's, it's been a tough couple, tough couple games since his game winner, but the guy can shoot, man. He can drive. He's good. We've got to limit those turnovers. Oh yeah, we got to limit the turnovers. I I hate turnovers. I know some people sort of downplay them a little bit, but it just seems like wasted opportunity. You know, it does, and that's where precision is key. And you're starting to see that. What was really cool is the trust that the guys have, Donovan and Mike. Now with Rudy, they're really getting in sync there with off the pick. Well, Rudy, like, you're getting 22 point averaging 22 over the last three games. Yeah. How about Rudy Gobert? Oh my gosh, we know what he can do on defense, but offense, he's on another level this year. And they're getting him the ball where he needs it. Yeah. And interestingly enough, the game against Memphis turnovers weren't really the problem. 
It was other things, missing, missing shots and, and yeah. those sorts of things. So, yeah, uh, Kristen, we love it when you get a chance to come on the show each and every week. It's great. We love it even more when you can come in studio. Thank I know. You so I love much. being in. This is the first time I feel like I've been here all year, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, as you were saying, it's been in and out of town so it's much. Crazy. It's been tough. So it's good to see you. Yeah. Good to see you guys.